So now we're going to take a step back and think a bit more about what it is we're worried about. You know, what what is it that our app does or stores or contains that might need to be protected or who are our users and and what is it that they're worried about? Now, these are called maybe attack vectors, you know, and you can think about the data you're collecting or the services you're providing that might be enticing to uh, uh, someone out there that they could sort of steal or make money off of or somehow, um, you know, interrupt that would cause problems. Um, and it's important to think about if the threats you're facing are coming from the device, like the app or someone stealing the device or from the network. So are we protecting, you know, from physical access? Are we protecting from another app or some software on the phone from copying data or, or changing data? Or are we protecting from the network being uh, modified or intercepted? You know, it's, it's good to talk among yourselves, with your team, with your customers about kind of, you know, war stories. You know, uh, what are, what are, legendary problems or, you know, oh, I heard about this one guy that had this happen or this one app, you know, how, how have businesses or their users been affected by malware or security breaches in, in from applications, you know, are there, are you in an industry, you know, medical, health, banking that require certain uh, controls related to security and privacy controls? Or, you know, is, is there kind of a, region of the world where people might be more exposed to um, certain kinds of attacks, you know, or the laws in that area uh, are in such a way that certain data, you know, is more vulnerable. So, um, you know, and this changes depending where you go in the world, if you're traveling. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this question of kind of what the threat is. The Another way is to think about, you know, there, there's kind of a landscape of threats. Um, you know, there's there's what could be recovered if someone kind of was looking at the device very intently versus data that's just sort of sitting there and easy for anyone to to pluck, right? So if you if you have uh, personal data in the address book or GPS coordinates in photos or data stored on the SD card without any encryption, then, you know, that is pretty easy to just for any app to copy and use. But if you actually are trying to, you know, protect the data and delete it, and then someone else can undelete it using a specific tool, that's much harder to protect from. There's also looking at, you know, the operating system itself. You know, often Android is, is quite out of date um, and, and has bugs that aren't fixed. And so are you dependent upon security in the operating system itself that is problematic? Um, are you potentially uh, relying on cloud services or access to services that might not be possible or that may not be safe? Or are you actually putting data in the cloud that you shouldn't? So these are, you know, part of looking at the whole chain of kind of attacks out there. Um, the most, most kind of known popular threat is malware, right? This is software that users install on their device either you know most of the time without realizing it because it comes in some other app or they're tricked to install it and then that data you know copies information from their device steals passwords gets them to log into certain sites charges up their bill and so on so 
that's pretty well known, and it's good to, good to understand the kind of attacks that malware has done on other apps. There's also thinking again about what kind of data are you caching or storing unencrypted in a place that is publicly able to be read by different apps and tools. So, you know, Apple phones were caching all of this GPS data for a while, and users didn't know that. But, you know, months and months of their life, of all everywhere they'd been, was just stored kind of in the clear on an Apple phone, and, and that didn't make people happy. Um, and, and the tools kind of for extracting this data are becoming more affordable and more powerful and more readily available, um, something called a Celebrite. Um, C-E-L-L-E-B-R-I-T-E, -E, Celebrite devices, one of the most popular brand for, you know, anybody really who can buy these. Law enforcement obviously uses them. And, you know, when they're, when they're used under a rule of law and in a process that is in a legal framework, they're excellent tools. But if they, they can also be abused um, by anybody who can get their hands on one to, to steal data easily if they can physically get a phone. And, um, and on this, this side of more unauthorized tax attacks, we have what is called man-in-the-middle attacks, man-in-the-middle. Somebody between your device and the server or website you're trying to connect to uh, intercepts your request or the response and changes it somehow. And obviously that can cause a lot of problems as well as lost data. And that kind of attack can happen at many points throughout the network. It could be at your local hotspot, you know, Wi-Fi cafe. It could be at the telecom provider. It could be somewhere in the cloud. You know, it could be um, on your phone itself. There could be an attacker doing that. So, you know, ensuring that you are actually talking to the remote server you're intending to talk to is really important. And that is, you know, another type of threat to consider. In the presentation, you'll see a lot more detail on kind of a threat modeling process um, where you identify trust levels, like who are the different people or roles that you trust, and what are the assets of data that you're protecting, the kinds of data, as I mentioned, and who has access to that data based on their trust. And then you organize this into a, a threat list called STRIDE. And STRIDE stands for uh, spoofing, tampering, repudiation, information disclosure, denial of service, and elevation of privilege. So these uh, six aspects of threats are ways to, you know, more formal ways to do what I've just been telling you, <laughs> is, is categorize and, you know, understand who is the threat and what is the threat and what is it they're trying to do, right? So you can find more information about Stride threat modeling. It's a pretty industry standard approach, So, um, but it's useful, and I think you should learn how to do it. Um, because then, you know, once you identify those threats, you then look at how to respond to them, you know, how to mitigate the risk um, by making changes in your application and software or system. And that's what threat modeling is about. You know, it's not sort of a high and mighty dark art. It's, it's, it's taking careful look at the Again, the information you have, the people you're trusting, the services you're trusting, the kind of attacks that could happen on the data by those different, you know, actors, and then what to do about it. You know, how to respond, how to 
guide your user, improve your software, improve your systems to respond to those attacks. And it's a, it's a very solid approach. So that's threat modeling. And uh, now after this, we'll continue on to talk about uh, protection of encrypted uh, structured data using SQL Cipher.